Canadians will find it impossible to believe that this organization showered you with $41,000 worth of luxury and accommodations and that you didn't know about it, that somehow you were enjoying all of these benefits and expenses paid for you while you were on an exotic vacation to Ecuador and that somehow you didn't even know that the expenses occurred. Who did you think was paying for all of the wine and the food and the luxury travel that you were consuming? Did you think that it was just falling out of the sky, minister? Who did you think was paying for these tens of thousands of dollars of luxurious expenses that you were enjoying? Hey, it was just a, it was a mistake, you know, it was just a mistake that the finance minister forgot to pay back a $41,000 expenses from a wee trip, you know, he forgot that he made $50,000 donations to wee charity twice. He forgot that his daughter got a job in the same month that his government gave wee three million in grants back in 2019 and, and clearly forgot that, you know, he had a phone call with Craig Kielberger in April 26th, who was shopping this near billion dollar proposal. But don't you worry, because it was all just a friendly chat between friends who also just happened to live in the same riding. And all of this we learn on top of a Global News exclusive, which learned it wasn't actually the wee charity that would be getting a near billion dollar grant. It was going to a real estate holding company set up as a charity last year by we that had neither financial records, assets, and no history of charity work. Michael Barrett is the conservative ethics critic. He is part of these finance committee uh, hearings, and he joins us now. Uh, good to have you, Mr. Barrett. Thanks for having me on. All right, let's start with the story that will get most of the attention today, and that's uh, the fact that the uh, finance minister, the guy uh, second in command in this country, who should clearly know what an ethics violation is by now, clearly has no clue. Um, you know, are we bordering on the point that the RCMP has no choice but to launch an investigation? Well, look, when you have the individual who's responsible for the nation's finances and uh, was unaware of $41,000 in expenses, um, to, to put it the same way that my colleague, uh, Mr. Polyev, did, were, were falling from the sky around him and he was oblivious to that fact, um, it, it calls, it, it calls uh, a lot of his judgment, uh, Mr. Morneau's judgment, into question. And uh, your listeners will know that, uh, that Mr. Polyev and I did call for the RCMP to uh, examine whether or not there uh, an investigation was warranted, but with every day, it it seems that um, that that is more and more uh, likely. Yeah, I mean, look, it'll resonate with people because n most people in this country, $41,000 for a vacation is is unheard of. But for me, you know, you listen to it and you think charities aren't supposed to be paying billionaires their vacation. I mean, it's it's outlandish to think that don donor money went to pay for Morno's family to go on these trips, um, which is supposed to be about helping poor people in very impoverished countries. Yeah, that's right. And, and when we have... Uh, you know, in my community, in my riding, um, many people make $40,000 a year. That's their yeah. salary. Mm -hmm. And at the finance minister, that was that was just part of the expense. So the, the, the total expense of a trip uh, to be able to just lose track of $40,000, it's, it's absolutely, it's too incredible uh, to believe. And, um, and, and as is, has become uh, definitely clear that uh, Bill Morneau has, has no place 
as the as the Minister of Finance uh, for Canada, and and he must resign. Right, because it's not his first kick at the can on this thing. He forgot about the villa he owned in France. I mean, he's he's been he's been found uh, violating ethics before. So that that was your your mistake. You get that chance, you made your mistake. Okay, you should learn from it. Albeit, you know, at that level, who should learn from that? But uh, you know, when you're talking about this, and, and we know that this has been a conversation in the news now for at least a couple of weeks. You would think that the people around him, and and you know that at that level, these ministers are surrounded by very expensive lawyers, teams of people who do the due diligence for them, issues managers who look for controversies. There are lots of people insulating people like Mr. Morneau. Um, You know, there should have been a conversation probably in the last couple of weeks saying, is there anything out there that we don't know about that could come forward? Um, and, And to think that, oh, yeah, I forgot about those 40. One thousand, you know, dollars worth of expenses. I mean, maybe in his world, being a billionaire, that's like pennies. But it's just to me, it is absolutely impossible to believe that this would not have come up. And if it didn't, then he's either very stupid or he's got very stupid people around him. Yeah, it's you know what that uh, I, I actually I have to reject the idea that just in the last couple of weeks that those uh, those people around him that are paid to protect the, the minister from himself and uh, pr- protect Canadians from um, from influence being exerted over the minister or or, uh, or other cabinet ministers, that that examination would only happen in the last few weeks. It is, it is a responsibility of parliamentarians to, uh, to disclose proactively this information to, uh, to the Conflict of Interest and Ethics Commissioner. This is... This is something that is required, and we're given regular updates. And members are uh, the, the threshold is two hundred bucks. The yeah. threshold is two hundred dollars. We're talking because you know, and and for and for my purposes, there are there are you know uh, um, there are times when my uh, you know as a parliamentarian, someone says, oh, you know, uh, you, you know, you're doing a great job. You know, let's let's chat over lunch. If I were to accept that lunch, that is a decision that I would have to confer with the ethics commissioner about and, and would, and, and we're not talking about a $200 lunch. If I was having a, you know, a, a, a $5 hamburger with someone, that's the level that parliament, the scrutiny, the yeah. expectation on MPs, $40,000, more than $40,000. And he forgot about it. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't believe that this is a matter of incompetence. Right. And a guy handing out all the money, you know, like he, he ought to know. I mean, he, there's no way he didn't know. The bigger those part of this story for me, Michael, is what Global News reported earlier in the day, which was the fact that this wasn't going to the We Charity. In fact, we sometime last year had set up this foundation, um, you know, and it was going to go into this foundation, which was a holdings for real estate. And, and one um, charity lawyer said, quote, it's absolutely shocking that the government would say that they provided a grant to We Charity when, in fact, they provided grants or funds to We Charity Foundation, which is a shell corporation with no assets, no history, no record of charitable work. That, to me, that's not ethical anymore. Now we're looking at possible you know, crossing of lines criminally because either there was a deliberate decision not to do due diligence, which would have caught this right then and there, um, you know, or that that 
someone would have raised a flag to say, no, 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 we, we, this is not what we're offering to the to, from the taxpayers to to the volunteer sector. I mean, there's so much wrong with this. I, I don't understand how they thought that this would fly. Either they're very incompetent and stupid or they got duped by, by we. Well, and that's exactly right. The revelations uh, that uh, your colleagues at Global uh, broke today uh, raised even more serious questions about whether uh, the prime minister's actions were uh, were incompetence or corruption, and that's and that's the level that this has risen to. When right. uh, it's 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 absurd. And I, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, and you have to apply you know a reasonableness test to these things. And would someone find that reasonable? And and I there, there's nothing reasonable. There's there's uh, there's some of this stuff is. Uh, impossible to comprehend that a group of uh, of adults got together in a room and thought that any of this that any of this was okay and uh, and and I don't believe that that's the case. I believe that the, that you know um, the question now, to your point, is um, who were the willful parties that made this a plainly wrong deal move forward? Right. And so, look, we're going to hear from the prime minister. We're going to hear from Katie Telford, uh, his chief of staff. I don't know what they will, you know, I don't know what talking points they will offer. Um, do we know when that's happening and, and what really at the point? It's hard to say what the crux is at this point because the story just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But what what is the crux of the issue now uh, for the public to understand? Look, we have a prime minister who awarded a $912 million uh, uh, program to an organization that paid his family members, the prime minister's family members, more than $300,000, that gave the minister of finance uh, a a gift of more than $40,000 that is is tied incredibly closely to... Uh, to the Liberal Party and to members of the Prime Minister's inner circle, so all of all of those issues that we've raised with the uh, with the ethics commissioner and, and Alex, I'll tell your uh, I'll tell your listeners and they'll be hearing it here first that tonight the Standing Committee on Ethics um, passed a motion to have Justin Trudeau appear at the Ethics Committee as well. So the Finance Committee is going to take a look at it, and, and and now we have another parliamentary committee calling for the Prime Minister to attend. This is extraordinary, and 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 you're right. The story keeps getting bigger and bigger, and where to focus now? You know the 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 shell corporations and the uh, you know trying to follow uh, the money uh, at the we corporation is uh, or the we organization is uh, a bit of a moving target. But what we know is we have public office holders who had a duty to recuse themselves. And we had a we had their friends at a at a at a corporation at an organization that was in financial trouble before the pandemic, and uh, and these public office holders they gave them a forty three point five million dollar bailout, and, right. uh, and and we need to know the genesis. We need to know the timeline. And every time we hear from one of these officials, uh, we get new dates and new information. There, yeah. there is there. Uh, it, this is a full-on cover-up, and they're only revealing uh, what they know is is going to come out in the in the following day. 
Yeah. And we also have a public sector that had they done their job of, uh, you know, investigating the charity, which they're required to do by law, they would have probably flagged this right away. But again, as we heard in the Privy Council's uh, testimony, they just didn't do that. Uh, Mr. Barrett, I got to let you go on that note, but we will continue talking about it and following it. So I appreciate your time on it tonight. Thank you. Thanks very much, Al. Michael Barrett is the uh, ethics critic. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> we will hear from the Prime Minister himself, and um, you know, we'll see how his performance goes on that. And then, of course, the Kielbergers next week. But interestingly, now he's also being called before the Ethics Committee.